Hot tempers, but no Trump at the second Republican presidential debate. We've got a really good reason why you shouldn't spend all day sitting, and scientists got a rare look at a Dumbo octopus. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, September 28th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At number one. Last night's Republican primary debate was a slog for second place. The presidential hopefuls attacked each other and President Biden in California. They also took aim at former President Donald Trump, the Republican frontrunner who skipped the debate. One of them was former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. The candidates disagreed on Ukraine, blamed Biden for the UAW strike, and said it would be both parties' fault if there's a government shutdown. And at times, the debate became more of a shouting match. Here's former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley talking to Vivek Ramaswamy. I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. You went and you were in business with the Chinese that gave Hunter Biden $5 million. We can't trust you. We can't trust you. The candidates wanted to present themselves as the best alternative to Trump, who's currently ahead in the polls by an average of 40 points. At number two, the U.S. government is getting ready for a shutdown. The Biden administration plans to warn federal workers as soon as today that a shutdown appears to be imminent. The shutdown will begin Sunday at 12.01 a.m. unless Congress manages to find a deal to extend the deadline. But that's not looking likely. If the government shuts down, millions of employees and military personnel may stop receiving paychecks. Museums and passport offices could close, and federal housing, food, and health aid may be disrupted. But some House Republicans are focused on something else happening in Congress today. They're holding a hearing as part of an inquiry into whether to impeach Biden. But they haven't provided any evidence that the president has committed a crime. North Korea expelled a U.S. soldier who ran across its border. That is our third story this morning. You might remember this story from July. Private second-class Travis King had been punished for misconduct while serving in South Korea. He was due to be sent home to the U.S. when he fled into North Korea. The country said yesterday that it had decided to expel King after determining that he entered illegally. U.S. officials said he's now in American custody. It brings an end to a high-stakes detention that the Biden administration had feared could drag on for months or even years. Our fourth story today is about the Republic of Nagorno-Karabakh. The self-declared state has surrendered to Azerbaijan. Nagorno-Karabakh is a disputed territory on the border of Armenia and Azerbaijan. These are two former Soviet republics in northwestern Asia. The region is internationally recognized as Azerbaijani territory, but it's largely populated by ethnic Armenians. The two countries have fought multiple wars over the region, which Armenians call Artsakh. But after a swift and brutal military takeover by Azerbaijan's forces last week, the region's president said today it would dissolve its government and military. More than 66,000 ethnic Armenians have fled since the takeover, and Armenian leaders have raised fears of a genocide. 
Number five, sitting all day increases the risk of dementia. A new study of nearly 50,000 people 60 years old or over had some stark findings. People who sat for at least 12 hours a day had a 63% greater chance of developing dementia than those who sat fewer than 10 hours. Exercising, taking short breaks, and walking around were not enough to counteract the ill effects of extended sitting. The only thing the study said could lower your risk was a simple and maybe obvious remedy to sit less. Number six blew my mind yesterday. The Portland Trailblazers traded Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Lillard, the seven-time All-Star guard, will now team up with the two-time MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks won the NBA championship in 2021, and they made this move to help them chase another one. The Phoenix Suns were the other team involved. They acquired four players and dealt a former number one overall pick, DeAndre Ayton, to Portland. The Blazers also got Drew Holiday from the Bucks and draft picks. If you want to know how Dame feels about the trade, he dropped a new song called Farewell. And at number seven, scientists got a glimpse of the deepest living octopus in the sea. It's named the Dumbo Octopus after Disney's big-eared cartoon elephant. Earlier this month, researchers released a video of one swimming off the Hawaiian coast. They captured the video using a remotely controlled vehicle. It's worth checking out. You can find it in the link to the newsletter in our show notes. It was a very rare sighting. This type of octopus is uncommon. Finding one is like finding a needle in a haystack. It's able to live at depths of 13,000 feet. Its habitat is massive and it's very hard to reach, at least for humans. All right, you're all caught up. If you're digging the show, tell us what you think. You can even send us an email at the7pod at washpost.com. That's the number seven, pod at washpost.com. Or if you're feeling fancy, you can even send us a voice memo. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.